Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Can you believe it, Tim? I can't, Greg. Can you believe it, Tim? Mm-mm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, October 10th, 2022. Kind of Funny's final work from home day. Asterisks until we have to work from home again when somebody gets sick and we have to close the studio for a little bit. Tim, it's finally happening. It is Monday, Friday. We launch the new Kind of Funny Studios, the spare bedroom. How are you feeling? Uh, never been more stressed in my life. Can't even sugarcoat it a little bit, Greg, but with that stress comes the most excitement that I have ever had. Like what we are about to do on Friday, I even can't believe, and I've seen it. I've, I've been in it. I've helped build it. I've like seen all the things work, things not work, things not work, then work, things work, then not work and everything in between. And Greg, it is, it's really damn cool, man. To put it lightly. Yeah. You know, you sent me a video yesterday to uh, uh, not approve, but to make sure we were cool with and what about this and what about that thing? And I teared up and there's just a lot of placeholder shit in that video right now. (laughs) There's a lot of put this shot here, put this here. This is what we'll put here. But just what we have in the music and just what you've already built is incredible to me. I, I mean, I can say without a shadow of a doubt that the intro video, the the reveal video that you guys will see on Friday for the studio is my greatest work. Hands down. I don't even think it's even a question. There's nothing that even comes close. I am so proud of it. And I think it shows the studio off so well. And I, I that is the thing I'm looking forward to most, Greg. Sure. And that is the thing, ladies and gentlemen, of course, I'm going to get into housekeeping, but you know, uh, as Barrett's showing the video, a video, not the video we're talking about. Uh, of course, uh, we're doing a marathon stream, 10 a.m. YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games this Friday to debut the new kind of funny studio, the spare bedroom at minimum. It's a marathon stream. So it'll be going nonstop at minimum. Be there for the first hour. Because mm-hmm. it's a moment that I think we all want to celebrate together, that you'll want to be in the chat for, that you'll want to be uh, with fellow kind of funny best friends for to see. And I just made a Greg away about this. I'll be going up on Patreon momentarily as soon as Cool Greg can log into Adobe Premiere. But uh, there's, it's going to be incredible. And that's what you need to be there for. Um, but Tim, the spare bedroom is Friday. Mm-hmm. Today's Monday. The final mm-hmm. work from home day for kind of funny asterisks until we have to come work from home again. And Tyler... Cabus writes in to, well, I was going to say patreon.com, but remember you can write in for free now, kind of funny.com slash KF GD. It says, what's up, Greg and Tim for your final planned work from home episode. I was curious about what are you looking forward to most with the launch of a new studio and what's one thing you'll miss from working from home. It's been amazing to see how you guys have adapted to the pandemic and we're still able to provide the most amazing content without being in the same room. I'm looking forward to seeing what y'all can do when you have the new studio. Thanks. And happy new studio launch this Friday, Tyler Catbus. Tim, start at the end. What's the, what are you going to miss from working from home? This isn't what we wanted. This wasn't how we planned our careers and our business going. 
But no. March 2020 rolled around, and we made a call on a Friday. Kevin had us up and running on a Monday, and by Tuesday we had video, and we didn't miss a beat. We were back to being kind of funny. What are you going to miss from this fourth situation? I mean, the, the thing is, Greg, this is our final games daily that we're recording from home. After this, we're going to record on patreon.com slash kind of funny, a kind of funny podcast, the final one from home. And I mm-hmm. imagine we're going to be talking a lot about this stuff as well. So if people want more of this, that is where they can go. But the, the short answer for me is, especially now that my, my little house has turned into a home with the pups, it's yeah. going to be going to be so hard to not be able to just go say hi to Moose and Toretto whenever I want, to not have the availability to go hang out with G at any time. You know, even if I walk upstairs, she's on a call, I can't talk, I come back down, like whatever it is, it's like that is going to be extremely difficult to, to shake. For sure. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think that's obviously the accessibility to the family is a big part of it, right? Like obviously getting to spend so much time with Jen uh, and then obviously go through having time with Jen and Lucy, then to having time with Jen while she was pregnant to then having time with Jen and Ben here at the house and now our nanny too. It's like, it's been so easy, like you're saying, to pop up and see stuff, let alone the fact that at five o'clock you pop the headphones off and it's instantaneously we're back to hanging out with the family or doing dad stuff. Like, you know, having a commute again is going to mean that I miss a lot of Ben dinners and stuff. And I'm trying to work schedules where if I don't have a podcast in the afternoon, maybe I take calls from the road or whatever, stuff like that. But it's like, it's going to be a stark uh, bucket of cold water getting back to that. But I think there's a lot of benefits to it. Like I know personally, like lots of times I feel like I am either being a bad father or a bad uh, worker when I go upstairs without the transition. Because it's that thing where there's no time to reset and recalibrate. So I come upstairs still fired up from work and knowing that I need to slack and stuff while I'm taking care of Ben. Or, you know what I mean? Like I get up there and or I'm not, I have to text Jen and be like, I'm actually running late. The show's going long. Can you do something about it? It's like, I feel shitty about both those situations. So like the actual having a commute in the car, I am actually kind of looking forward to resetting my brain of like, okay, cool. Now I'm going home and I'm just going to do uh, dad stuff or I'm going to work and I'm just going to have to do work stuff and not have to balance the two roles at once. Yeah. Absolutely. So basically what I'm saying is when I come into the studio now, I'm not married. All right. But Whoa! I'm, wow. I'm just getting the same try, guys. This is kind of God funny, everybody. Damn. I'll say oh. it. I don't know who these people are. All of a sudden they're everywhere and I can't get away from TikToks and SNL skin. These this ooh, this is one of those things where literally someone did some kind of magic spell and like they got blinked into reality and i'm i remember that they didn't exist and it's the same way that we have this little dishwasher thing right where i put ben's bottles in last night i looked over it after i pulled it out i walked in the living room i'm like somebody just did something because this was neon green and now it's blue just putting that out there and also it happened on the kind of funny podcast last week tim i know you weren't there they played the old kind of funny podcast intro song and then they tried to tell me it wasn't old. And then they no, played the, it, the regular one. No, it's the regular one. It was the regular one, Tim. Don't let him. They played it three times, Tim. The first time was weird. The first, the second time was met. And the third one, I was like, that's the song. And it was the same Everyone's trying to trick Greg. They say he's the tired getting ready for the every studio. Every single time, Tim. I just want to let you know. Just for the record. Yeah. Yeah. Just saying. People are up to shenanigans. Yeah, I can't remember. Are. What's the movie I'm thinking of? Chat, this is a big one for you. It was the movie I'm thinking of where it was God, I can't I can't picture the actors right now. It was on Apple Plus and it was this thing where the guy went back in time. He was using time wrong. He went back in time to uh, to make the girl he used to be his ex-girlfriend that married the guy. He ruined their marriage so that he could get her time traveler's guy, wife. No, that's not Back it. to the Future. No, that's not it. Out of time. Terminator 2. 
Quantum Leap? Why? Avengers it's not Quantum Endgame. Leap. Oh, man. About time. About time? That sounds right. Let's look. Mm. That was about time. Because mm. mm. somebody's pulling some about time shit in my life lately. No, mm. it's not about time. About time, a great movie, though. Uh, that is great. a great movie. What show? It had a really, it had a name that was too clever for its own good. It had mm -hmm. a name that was too clever for its own good. Came out like last year. Time travel movie, 2021. Sorry, we're not going to do the fucking show till we figure this out, all right? Yeah, no, it's okay. important. It's important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Apple TV. But you got something else to talk? Yeah. Uh, Chat. Now, see, now see, you're going to tell me this movie that I remember <laughs> that I can't find any record of? Someone is fucking with time, and I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it, time, people. Tim. Yeah. Greg's losing his fucking mark. Greg's losing it, dude. We're losing yeah. it together, man. Greg, I need Let's you to stay it, together. Just four days. Just four days. Keep it together. And then we can, you know, just, you know, go insane. Together. Oh, we are going to go together. insane. At the, like, the expenditure of energy and the relief. Because even if this studio launch is completely fucking broken. And it's, I was talking about this in the Greg way today, too. It's just me and Cisco on a stick mic while Kevin bangs on something in the background with a wrench. Yeah. That's a show. Yeah, that's a show that's right there, and everybody's show. having a great time. Oh, Hold on, uh, blessing. Oh, blessing might have it. Uh, Loki. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> ah, needle in a time stack is what we're looking for, Cut everybody. The fuck out. Needle, in, needle a in a time stack is not an stack. actual thing. Leslie Odom Jr. That's who we we're looking for. Thank you, everybody. A fun movie that I enjoyed. Not a great movie, but it was an enjoyable movie. You know. Everybody's trying to get me. Get out of here. That's it. Bear, what are you going to miss from working from home before we transition over to gaming news? Uh, Lulu. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. it's a similar thing, right? She was a COVID pup. She didn't. She has not known the life of, of being kind of home alone and stuff. And we've tested sure. it out a few times. I've been uh, working from the studio a few days, uh, like today as well. Uh, and so we, we've been practicing. She seems to do well, but it'll, it'll still be, it'll be hard for me. She'll just sleep the entire time and then her dog walker will come <laughs> pick her up and then she'll sleep some more. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that'll be a weird one for me for sure. Fucked up. You both brought up your dogs like, you know, I mean, we don't have kids just, so shoving, him, like, just shoving in my face like that. You know, my dog died. I'm sad uh, in the Twitch chat. There's a poll. I don't care. It's fun to work from home day. You know what else I did? You know what else I, I found What'd out? Do, I didn't Greg? find out. You know what else I did during, not even Greg way. I was recording a VO for the studio launch. And I fucking broke my microphone. And I'm like, well, it's a final work from home day. It doesn't matter. I can just carry it around. Like I'm Drew Carey on Price is Right. Doesn't fucking matter. How? Chat, Chat says though, is needle, in time, is needle in a time stack a clever name? And it's the results are no, absolutely no. And yes, and absolutely no is there. You're with me to be clear. I remember I said they were trying to be too clever for their own good. Mm. Needle in a Time Stack is a fucking terrible name for no, me. No, I remember but you saying it was a great movie that it should have won Oscars. Don't fuck with Time, them. Barrett. Don't be fucking with Time right now, all right? Don't do it, you Barrett. Know I'm sensitive it was the right it. intro is I've all I'm saying, Greg. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, mm -hmm. are you ready to hear about Phil Spencer teasing new hardware, Square Enix Montreal changing their name and more? Mm -hmm. Good. Because this is Kind of Funny Games Daily. Each and every weekday at 10 a.m. live right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games and Twitch.tv slash Twitch.tv Twitch slash Kind of Funny Games. I thought for a change I'd read Blessing's notes rather than just freeball it like I usually mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. And I, that's what fucked me up. We run you through the nerdy news you need to know about. If you're watching live, you can correct us when we get stuff wrong by going to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong. If you don't want to watch live, you can watch later on youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames, roosterteeth.com, or listen later on podcast services around 
the globe by searching for kind of funny games daily remember you can use the epic creator code kind of funny on all epic store and epic in-game purchases like rocket league and Fortnite to help support the channel you can be part of the show by writing in for free to kind of funny.com slash kfgd uh, you can give us your questions your squad ups and more and remember of course patreon.com slash kind of funny will get you the show ad free plus a bevy of bonus content like tim said we are recording the final work from home kind of funny podcast immediately after this episode of games daily so if you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny you can watch us record it live be in the chat be part of the show have a great time housekeeping for you again i said i warned you i was going to do this we're going to go back and through blessing in the chat says blame the producer of course i'm not blaming you i'm just letting everybody know what's going on in my head that i wanted to try it for a change bless and i won't lie i liked it i was on autopilot i made a grocery list while i was doing it it was great uh it's finally happening ladies and gentlemen friday the 14th we're moving into the spare bedroom our 5,000 square foot state-of-the-art studio in san francisco and you're invited to the marathon stream to end all marathon streams it starts at 10 a.m pacific Cisco will be there. James and Elise Willems will be there. And we'll be doing some of your favorite bits live while funding a whole bunch of brand new kind of funny content. You don't want to miss it. Friday, October 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific. Now, that means things are different this week. Today, right now, you are watching the final Work From Home's Kind of Funny Game Daily. After this, you go to patreon.com slash kind of funny. You can watch us record the final kind of funny podcast. But... I've had a lot of coffees and I'm going to have so many more this week. Uh, but all other content, all other content, except for my Greg Way vlogs on Patreon, will be canceled as we move in and prep for Friday the 14th. Uh, you don't want to miss it. Like I said, definitely catch that first hour, but also definitely take off of work and cash in your 401k so you can give it to it on Patreon to fund the thermometer. Mm-hmm. But Friday, that's what you got to be doing. Hanging out, having a great time. Like I said, no other content this week outside of this, the next show, and then all the Greg Way vlogs you can go over to Patreon and get, which are quite good if I do say so myself. Right, Barrett? And remember, final thing there, Greg. Uh, sorry, they Tim. Are uh, they Tim, are incredible. I asked Barrett on the Greg Way's good. He uh, had a mental breakdown about the DCEU on Fridays, and it was very fun to watch. Thank you very much. Uh, Tim, back to you. I didn't motherfucking freeze. Don't give me shit, Greg Miller. God damn it. Uh, your great ways have been fantastic. And what I wanted to say is that uh, the Patreon money, the thermometer, when we start the show on Friday, all the money from October so far will be accounted for. So if you guys want to start subscribing on patreon.com slash kind of funny right now, that's going to help towards the thermometer. Just letting y'all know that. You can get those great ways right now to help us later. It's great. Fantastic stuff. And that's what Bron Diesel in the chat says. Post the Gregways publicly this week, you cowards. Bron Diesel, give us the fucking $10 this week, you coward. How about that, right? Checkmate. Checkmate. To the mate. Today, we want to thank our Patreon producer, Fargo Brady, on YouTube. If you see Fargo Brady on Twitch, that, that ain't him. Don't talk to him. That's not him. It's Fargo Brady on YouTube. Uh, today, we're brought to you by The Spare Bedroom. But we'll tell you about that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be. The Roper Report. Time for some news. We have five items on the Roper Report today. A baker's dozen. We begin with the most salacious headline of all time. What? Hold on. Hold on. I can break the mic again. Give it to Final day. doesn't matter. What is Phil Spencer hiding? We go to Games Radar, where Hiron Cryer writes, social media users think Xbox chief Phil Spencer might have just revealed a new piece of hardware. 
I love it. Earlier today, Spencer put out the tweet just below his personal Twitter account, uh, celebrating the 25th anniversary of Bethesda's Fallout series. As some eagle-eyed users noted, though, there's a rather curious box on the top shelf of Spencer's wall just below his replica Witcher sword. You need only check the responses to Spencer's tweet to see hordes of Twitter users pointing out the mysterious box with glee. Some are already convinced it's a brand new piece of hardware that the Xbox boss might have accidentally revealed, while others think the Xbox head is having a bit of fun. So let's, before I even turn it over to Tim, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? Some are already convinced it's a brand new piece of hardware that the Xbox boss might have accidentally revealed. If you are in this camp, delete your Twitter and go read up on every other thing that's ever happened with Xbox that Phil has teased in the background. Accidentally. You think that Phil fucking Spencer, one of the (laughs) smartest people in the industries, one of the people who plays with social media and Twitter and Easter eggs more than anybody, was like, new fucking Xbox, I'll put it up here. No, I'm going to put it up there for this meeting I have with other CEOs as a joke. And then what I'll fucking do is forget to take it down and put up a tweet celebrating Bethesda. Fucking go back to college if that's how you feel, all right? I can't deal with it. I can't deal with that thought. Yeah, it's a silly thought for for sure, Greg, for sure. But what do you think it is? <laughs> I I'll be I'll level with you, all right? Level. I am what you call a grown-up. So I only have the Xbox Series X. Doesn't this look like a Series S? This that's is what a if Series you ask S, me, man. If you well, ask, ask me to imagine a Series S, that's a Series S. Barrett, can I get a Series S uh, photo? I'm on now, it. In the, and now, for the, record, for the record, I'm not saying it is a Series S. I'm saying dumb PlayStation Greg Miller would say that. Nanobiologist, well, Nanosecond Gaming, uh, in the Twitch chat says, that's definitely no Series S. Uh, that's, a dedicated, that's the dedicated streaming device, which I totally buy, which I'm not saying it's not that. But I, do, I don't look at it, and I can't tell you the differences between it because I, of course, like the X. The Series X, you know what I so mean? So there's a lot, of, a lot of interesting things going on here, Greg. First yeah. off, I love how the Series S looks. The color scheme is fantastic. I love how sleek and sexy it is. That big circle on the top of it, it's just weird and dumb. Okay. I love it. Uh, First I off, sorry, Barrett's showing it here. Well, even there, I do think it kind of looks like an upside down. I know. it. Okay, I see well, what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, but this thing, it, the... But the black on the white is backwards. It's flipped. Yeah, yeah, I see that. So, yeah. so there's that. It also looks substantially There's no sync button, it looks like, for the controller next to the IR sensor, or the USB. Hmm. Am I wrong but about that? Also, just the size of the... Can you bring up the Phil Spencer tweet? We see a controller near it, and yeah. obviously the scale yeah. of that. This oh, is a lot good point, smaller good point, good point. than what a Series S is. So this probably would be whatever the streaming box is. I will say, if that's the case... I am shocked and befuddled, Greg. This is not the way I thought this was going to go. You I want like forever. a dongle. For day one, I was saying, Xbox is eventually going to do the streaming stick. But emphasis on stick, not emphasis on slightly Sigma. smaller box than the other slightly smaller box that we already have. That's the thing that I'm like, I don't know. Now, it's I get idea it from right a hardware like, perspective. Because yeah. you look yeah. at the streaming side of things, just real quick to, to say this, I am, I am deeper into the streaming tech than side of things that I know anybody else. Apple TV has its box. It is more powerful. The NVIDIA um, Shield has more power because it is a box about that big. So it has like internals that can like help with things as opposed to something like Google Chromecast or uh, Google TV at this point that have much smaller little dongles but don't have the um, power to be able to do all the extra bullshit, right? Video game consoles would need that extra bullshit. So this makes sense. It's a little disappointing to me and I feel like 
this isn't the product that I think Xbox needs to have in their repertoire at this point because um, I'm I still unless they get the price down enough. But I think the sweet spot is they need that like fifty to seventy dollar entry level of you can now play Xbox games on your TV. They're not going to be as good as a Series X, but you sure. can. Yeah. Whereas this, what's the price going to be? One fifty, something like that. With the Series S, the two two fifty, isn't it? Or I guess uh, it's three hundred. Goes on sale often for two fifty. I don't know. It's not the way I would have thought either, but it is like you're saying, super tiny next to that controller, which is a great uh, comparison. What if it's just like a fan made uh, mini version of the S uh, Series S that someone like sent to? Because I'm still I mean, with look you, at all Greg, the... I'm still with you that like, how would this like the the head of Xbox just like put this out and it's still up kind of thing, you know? Oh, it's because it's planned. Like I I I fully believe, yeah, this is probably a streaming box, and yeah, like. I would imagine if I shouldn't say that I can imagine that this is the streaming box and this is then I would say very much Phil being like, Oh, I'm going to tease every, I'm going to tease it. And I'm sure he got approved by everybody that he needs to get approved by. Not that he needs to, not to mention that it does exactly what you want, right? It has everyone clicking on this tweet. That's really advertising fall's 25th anniversary. And then is also getting people excited about this streaming box or at least interested in what it is. Right? Like, yeah, this is a mistake. This isn't accidental. What do I hope it is? Phil Spencer loves bringing back old things. What if this is a HD DVD drive? No, don't. Hell don't, yeah. Don't do that. I don't know. Don't do that. Size looks I got right. PlayStation talking about putting disk drives loose on PlayStation 5s now. Don't don't bring in the HD DVD. We don't need the HD DVD right now. Okay? That's not what this <laughs> yeah. is. About. I'm interested. Uh, Where would they announce this? You think this would just be a random Tuesday? Or is this yeah. like uh, saving it for... I mean, what's even happening? I guess Game, Game Awards, Awards is the next big thing. Yeah, That's, Game Awards is like a way I mean, out. the next big thing, yeah. Game Awards is also where they announced the Series X. I don't know. I don't know, Greg. I don't either. I don't either, Timmy. But we'll have to wait. I th- I'm excited about it, though. I think it's cool. I think that the streaming, a streaming box that is lower cost is a product that Xbox should offer. But again, I was with you that I really thought you would have just taken the Google Chrome methodology or Stadia, right? Or Yeah, Stadia. And have just the, what, did they, what did Stadia stream off of? Google. Google Chrome, right? Yeah, the mm-hmm. plug it into the HDMI port thing and power it off that. But that those I personally always thought the pucks were always kind of ugly. Mine were always just hanging off the back of my set, looking like some kind of tumor or whatever. So the idea of a small a box wraps its head around in a cute little box. People love their little PlayStations, their mini Nintendos that they put everywhere. This looks like a cute little box. Can I see? I see. I don't. And I know. Sorry. It's just the fact that I am one of the three richest kings in the world. Can I see? A Series S next to a controller, Barrett. Can you give me that? Uh, I mean, it was in that uh, image. I showed you. Well, I know, yeah. but I was. I'm, I'm Gary Wood is show, in the so. chat saying, if only there were Xbox at, uh, experts in the chat. I I don't see. I'm, if Paris or I'm Mike were honest. here, man, I'd let him yeah. in. I'd let him in, Gary. If Mike you know was in I mean? the chat, like I, uh, all over it. If I wanted you know? to hear about the hot spurts and how many goals they had last night against the Rockets, I'd ask you to come in and talk about it. Okay, I see it. I see it. So, yeah, think about how cute and small that thing is. It's a little deck of cards. It's like the old PlayStation Vita TV nobody bought and then everybody wanted to buy. <laughs> that is what happened. Do we still have that in the office? I didn't see that when we were moving stuff around. I didn't see it either. God. I don't think we do. Because I looked at every single damn thing and put it in a box. Kind of. Greg. Okay. You were trying right. to find your Fast and Furious DVDs? I did. I found them. Thank God. Big deal. Big deal for mm-hmm. all of us. Mm-hmm. Okay, now real quick. <sighs> Uh, it has been brought to my attention via chat 
Braun Diesel, who of course owes this ten dollars on Patreon. Uh, the Phil Spencer tweet had an, an official response from Xbox at Xbox. It says, "Now, what do we tell you about putting old prototypes on your shelf, boss?" And so that is from that's from ten nineteen. So that's a fresh. That's a five minute old tweet right there. A response Ooh, from Xbox. That's breaking news. So what does that mean, Greg? Does that mean it was an accident and this was a prototype Series S? I don't know. No. I don't, yeah, think, I don't so. think so. I think what are we doing? We're all cooking street. on the tweets and talking about this box and Fallout. Mm-hmm. We played mm-hmm. right into their hands. And right. I got Gary Witt in the fucking chat, you know? God damn it. Damn it, Gary. I miss you. Can't wait to see you Friday. All right. This is going to be a tough one for old Greg Miller, but it's the final it word is. from home day. I'll give it all I can, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Number two on the Roper Report. Square Enix Montreal rebrands as Onoma. On- Onoma? You say it exactly how you'd expect. Oh, Onoma. Uh, oh, Onoma. Onoma? 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 Oh, no. Onoma. Is where they should have oh, just oh. stopped. <laughs> we got a Marie D'Alessandri over at GamesIndustry.biz. Five months after being acquired by Embracer, Square Enix Montreal has now officially been renamed Onoma. Uh, in a post on its new website uh, going into detail about the rebrand the company explained that onoma is greek for name adding that a rebrand squad uh, was created soon after the studio was acquired in may 2022 the post said that a total of 165 names were considered before settling on onoma uh, with one of the main criteria being it to be quote be easy to pronounce in both french and english of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, Square Enix Montreal is in Montreal, which is in Quebec, which is in Canada. And in Quebec, you have both French and English uh, as the language. So you got to have signs and stuff in both and yada, yada, yada. Quote, our new brand identity will serve as an umbrella to multiple products, programs, and initiatives, uh, each with distinct personalities, the announcement added, though it did not detail the company's organization. Tim, mm-hmm. you are the master of hype. Yeah. <laughs> you are the master of brands. Anoma. How do you like that one? I don't, Greg. I'll tell you that. And I think this is one of those things where was Square Enix Montreal good? No. But sure. at least it could have meant something, but it didn't mean the right type of thing. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I feel like yeah, with, yeah, yeah. with Sony, with Sony Santa Monica, it's like, all right, cool, I get what that means. Square Enix Montreal, like, it, they never really got to have their big moment to be able to, to have the, the Square Enix kind of, I think, mean what it needed to uh for them as a brand but i think that they got they always got close to it a not onoma onoma that's how you say it uh is i mean it's good they explain it and all that stuff but it's like i i'm not gonna remember this and i feel like they're not the type of team that has the luxury of uh, like you know, people don't need to remember because they know who we are <laughs> you know sure 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 like this is always gonna have a anytime we have a story onoma formerly square enix montreal of course but maybe that's, life, that's not bad. I mean, it might work to their advantage because you want to talk about getting the raw end of a deal here where it's like your identity is Square Enix Montreal and then Square Enix sells you. Fuck. You know what I mean? And so the fact that they have made great games, everybody loved Hitman Go. Oh, yeah. Everybody lo- sure. loved Lara Croft Go. Fantastic Some people love Deus Ex Go. Uh, and then just yeah. quiet for a long, long time. Uh, those are a lineage and a history and like you have successes there, right? So to rebrand and restart under a new thing and make new games, right? That's the other thing. You're not going to see any of those games sequelized, right? Like, it mm-hmm. could work that Anoma is there, but yeah, right now that is a very nebulous name and it will be for at least the next five years. Anoma, formerly Square Enix Montreal. But again, what can yeah. you do about that? You can't you do You know it. what? I, I think... What, what I always I, called ourselves Montreal. 
it's fuck it. That's us. We're owning it. They All can't the good. Stop yeah. No. Fuck yeah. Uh, what's his name? Bonom. Maybe that's what it's. Oh, Bonom Carnival. Yeah. Bonoma. Bonoma. That would have been. Dude, better. if they would have done, we're Bonom Carnival. And I'll tell mm-hmm. you, uh, the second time I met Bonom Carnival, he and I'm not. If I'm lying, I'm dying. I have it on video. Mm-hmm. He complimented mm-hmm. me on the kind of funny game showcase. Yeah, I'm, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Oh, okay. I am. This is a legitimate. I, Barrett, I am as serious as a fucking heart attack. That like, again, not many people come to Quebec, I guess, with a million Twitter followers and want to meet Bonhomme Carnival. So when you do, they do a little bit of history on what you're doing. And he had said that he wanted to be in the when ski lifts go wrong game or whatever, whatever we, we had on the latest showcase. And I said, that is a great point. You are an untapped resource in video games. You're telling me this man right here watched the kind of funny game showcase. I'm telling you that one of his handlers definitely did and told him to say this. Mm-hmm. I will not, I'm not going to sit there and tell you that Bonhomme sat there. I mean, Bonhomme very busy. He's out there. He's the, you know, the king of the winter carnival in Quebec. He can't be out it's there true. doing it. You busy. know what I mean? Too but I mean, busy. yes, right there. That's a great point to him. They should have called themselves Bonhomme carnival or Bonhomme, Bonhomme games. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think another thing that's, that's hitting me a little weird about this is um, how similar it is to phenomena. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, which, which did not go well. like a great call right in these days, but which, uh, did not go well for phenomena. Yeah. 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 yeah but uh, yeah, I, th- I think that's, that's where my like initial, like kind of like, Oh, I don't like this vibe comes from. Let but... me oh, here. You have that vibe. Let me read just, I want to read the first three paragraphs off their page. All right. Okay. And you tell Please me if do. that changed anything for you. A studio dedicated to people, people dedicated to players at Anoma formerly known as Square Enix Montreal and Square Enix London Mobile. We craft game experiences where players can be anyone, achieve anything, and go anywhere. While we never compromise on success, we always prioritizing the well-being of our team and the communities where we, work and li- where we live and work. Great. I mean, look, I, here's the thing. At the end of the day, we're sitting here just judging decisions other people made that they worked really hard to do. And I'm all with it where it's like, Total respect to them. They're trying their best. They're, yeah. Like things are happening around them and they are just trying. There's no great answer. And I feel like no matter what name they came up with, I don't think a single name they could have said where I would have been like, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> nailed it for who that team is and for what they've done and what, especially what they're going to do in the future. So yeah, a lot of this is just jokes and stuff, but it's like, yeah, no, I think yeah, that, that, that message is work great. From home day. I, yeah. That whole thing is like, just, just putting it out there that like, I, 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 feel them and i don't want to just like totally shit on them because they are just trying their best uh, yeah again raw into the deal world. they got they got a bad and it's not their fault they got sold like this mm-hmm. next games coming up for them and list on their site here are space invaders uh avatar generations and tomb raider reloaded so you'll see you'll hear from anoma very soon now will you care about any of these games because i think they're all mobile aren't they hold on avatar yeah ios and android Tomb Raider is iOS and Android, and Space Invaders is no platforms listed. I'll click on the Twitter here. That just takes me to squareenix.com or Twitter. So, I mean, I don't know, whatever. You got a Space Invaders game coming too. Cool. From Anoma. Anoma, like- ladies and gentlemen. Now, again, we all know that in Quebec and Montreal, especially, games uh, industry, game development, booming and bustling over there. This again is a free call out an idea to put bonum carnival on again and make bonum carnival it's free something there it's free and then you know but well we don't own them you and it, maybe this isn't somebody else here uh, you, the reason there's it's booming up there in quebec and in montreal is all the tax incentives i assure you if you go to the canadian government and are like we want to put bonum in this game and it's going to be whatever the hell it's going to be not probably a shooter or something where he eats people but something fun 
in, in a, they're in, they're in. I'm speaking for the Canadian government. I'm speaking for Justin Trudeau. They're in. Don't make me wait. The fact that we don't have a Bonhomme Carnival Fall Guys outfit, heart, hurtful, insane. <sighs> Man. I don't know that I want to be in the same room with you, Greg. <laughs> it's been building up for a long time, Tim. I know. Because that's the thing yeah. is we've been in the same room at the studio like getting it ready, but we haven't done content. Mm-mm. Can you imagine that first Games Daily? Like when we, it'll be the first thing of the day. And like not the studio, obviously the, the, the marathon launch stream for sure. That'll mm-hmm. be, you know, blah, 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 blah. But like when we're like, all right, cool. Now we just work here and we do this. And I have, I, I have space. I'm not tethered. I don't have headphones on. Oh, I can do kickflips. You have 5,000 square feet to do kickflips, Greg. 100%. Look I would Gary die Wooder. to see you I'm, I'm going to kickflip. I'm going to kick Gary with his stupid oh, Well, you know right now, Greg, true or false, right now, if I had a skateboard, I would be able to flip it for the kickflip. I wouldn't be able to land on the board, but I would be able to at least get two-thirds of the way through the trick. I'll say yeah, true. That sounds it's, it's yeah. not impressive. You know what I mean? No, it is impressive. You couldn't fucking do it. I don't want to hurt myself. I fall. I fell on the oh, stairs on Sunday. I'm not bringing it up if I'm going to hurt myself or not. I, like true or false, I'm going to hurt myself. That's the true as well. But I really, yeah, nobody's he's not Mr. landing safely on the board. He's doing something else and it's hurting himself. <laughs> Mr. Potons calls bullshit. Charles Jacobson says no. So like I just don't think see it happening, you know. Wow. I'm then, telling you, I can kick flip the board. I just Gene Dow says prove it Friday anymore. at the studio. Put it on the thermometer. I don't know. Put it on the thermometer. Health and safety guys. If we raise ten dollars, Tim, Tim will do two thirds of a kick flip. <laughs> yeah, dude. I yo, I fucking promise you that if we hit whatever goal, I will do two thirds of a kick flip. All right. Word to my mama. Tweet me that. Or no, to, don't tweet. Yeah, you can tweet me, Bear, but probably Slack me. Slack me so I remember to add, add that to something. I can do I'll both. Make it happen. Thank you. <laughs> Tweet me a screenshot of your Slack. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm looking for. All right. Number three on the Roper Report, Microsoft generated $2.9 billion from Xbox Game Pass last year. This is Chris Scullion over at VGC. Microsoft generated around $2.9 billion in revenue from Xbox Game Pass subscriptions on console in 2021, it's been reported. As spotted by Tweaktown, a lengthy report by Brazil's Administrative Council for Economic Defense on Xbox's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard, included a small table revealing the information. According to the table of which Cade, which of course is the Council of Economic Defense, uh, says uh, the source is Microsoft itself, the Xbox company saw an income of $2.9 billion worldwide from game subscription services for consoles, meaning Xbox Game Pass. It's worth noting that actual profit is not revealed by the Cade report and that revenue figure does not include PC Game Pass. As noted by Tweaktown, this means Xbox Game Pass made up roughly 18% of Microsoft's total annual Xbox revenues, which of course were $16.28 billion, and nearly 30% of its games and and services revenues, uh, $12.581 billion for the period. The information was given as part of Cade's report explaining why it had approved Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard with no restrictions. Tim, I feel like not a grain of salt, but a grain of salt of like, okay, but like they might be putting other things into that subscription. This isn't an official statement from Xbox yet. What is, but not about Game Pass thing, but all the same, impressive and fuck yeah. I mean, absolutely impressive. Like this to me is just such a a wild story to be reading in 2022 because i think back to that day on games daily when me and andrea were hosting and xbox announced game pass is happening and first party titles day and date are coming and it was like this no 
Like this, this, there's no way that they actually commit to that. And even if they do, once the games actually start coming out, eventually they'll stop. And to be here so many years later, what was that? 2017, I want to say. So like years removed from it, we've had, well, I don't want to say countless first party titles. I was going to say, you can't, it's not you hard to promise it when you don't release that many like banger AAA first party titles. You can count them. You can count them. But you know, all the jokes aside, there has been a couple like major, major wins uh, on the Xbox Game Pass platform. Um, some some exclusives, some not, especially the ones that aren't when it's third party stuff. But uh, for this to have worked is one of the most insane video game industry stories that, that exist ever, period. Like, I feel like obviously it's a positive, not a negative. And we'll see that there's also negative ramifications, of course. But I think overall, this is like, what Xbox has done with Game Pass is a story that is going to be talked about in the future with the same level of importance as we talk about like the video game crash in the early 80s. Like this changed video games. Like I, I honestly feel like, again, it's apples and oranges just with how things have grown. But I do think that Game Pass is going to be talked about as a game changer similar to the NES Netflix. coming out and changing the game. For sure, you're 100. And, and yeah, and Netflix as well, because Netflix I think is an even better example because of how mainstream it is, and games are mainstream now in a way that Mario and the NES, Super Mario Brothers, kind of made sure that video games were a household uh, name that people at least understood. Now they this type, video games as entertainment is like a household standard of entertainment. Yeah, I you're 100 on the money, and I think that again, that's only going to sorry there the, a it's the putting your chips on this betting on it and having a vision for it to go back to the xbox one right the xbox one failed out of the gate because the xbox brand didn't believe in its own vision here's the xbox one cloud connected this uh, drm gamers across the world shout we fucking hate that oh, oh, oh we're sorry we'll change it we'll do this blah, blah, blah. and then everybody's like oh well you don't even believe in this sony has came out and said that and they were committed to it yada 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 Phil Spencer and Xbox come out and talk about Game Pass, like you said a few years ago. And people are like, there's no way you can do this. You're going to lose money. You're going to not have a great, blah, 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 blah. And they are committed to it and they continue to do it and they continue to put money into it. And so it is this gamble that is paying dividends, but then you talk about how much money is going into it. But inevitably, they just need to be committed to it long enough for us to come around the corner and have internet speeds that are better, have more people open to streaming. Obviously, you know, uh, the pandemic and work from home and be in your house quarantine forever kicks uh, it was like jet fuel for digital games and we saw that we see that with every NPD report right when we see the annual reports come out and Matt Piscatella talk about the way it's gained traction because of the fact that it was there it was easy they were in such a great place for this and now to have more people bought in to have more of the stuff happening and to have you know we talk about this somewhat uh, credible probably leaked leaked in quotes but teased streaming device from phil right that's what they're betting on that's what they're getting to uh we have a, a, you're wrong not really you're wrong but more information from the one the only nanobiologist who went to a windows central article uh, earlier that i didn't understand why he was sending it to it because it was from june but in there, they're reporting that the streaming device is bigger than usual because it'll have uh, more hardware for encoding the stream. So why that would be bigger than a streaming stick, which would make for a better experience, obviously, which is the main thing that kills these things in the crib is people buy and plug them in and they're like, oh, it's crap. There's latency. There's this. It doesn't look good. Yada, yada, yada. And so yeah. Xbox has to work around that as they worry about Game Pass and they worry about xCloud and they figure all this stuff out. Yep. 100%. 
Uh, Xbox, yeah, has been ahead of the game. I saw it earlier. It was in the Twitch chat, or maybe it was the YouTube chat. Uh, go by. Somebody say it's a shame it didn't change PlayStation Plus, which isn't correct. Obviously, it did kind of change PlayStation Plus. It didn't change it the way people wanted to. People want Xbox Game Pass on PlayStation yeah. Plus to be the exact same thing, and that is the key word, Tim. Yet, Xbox is ahead of the game on this, and if they continue to be committed to it, the the industry and hardware and gamers will catch up to them, and then that will force PlayStation's hand to do it. And I think that's, I think it's inevitable if they stay committed to it, which I think they will. But you look at things like Stadia, which is a different ball of wax, but it is something that fell away, right? As Google couldn't be committed to it. You see these numbers from Xbox and you hope they're impressive enough to see the commitment. Because again, I do think digital is the way of the future. But I digress. I just bought a Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed Collector's Edition. So what the fuck do I know? Uh, For now, oh, look at this, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, everybody. That's a great cover. Tim, I know you weren't a Sega kid. You were a stupid, smelly Nintendo kid. That was what the Sonic game cover looked like on Genesis. I bet you didn't know that. So fucking. And so it was a big deal when I had it. I had it. You know, I remember. I remember when I left it on to go to Portillo's with my friend Eric, and I was very worried about it. And he was just like, "It's a cartridge. It's fine. Nothing's gonna happen." I'm like, "All right, good call." Uh, Now I digress, though, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we're telling you that this is the final kind of funny games daily from home. This is the final kind of funny games daily before our big old marathon stream on friday to welcome you to the kind of funny studios the spare bedroom uh, of course we're gonna ask you to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny so that you can of course get our content ad free live as we record it like the final uh, work from home kind of funny podcast is right after this and all the bevy of bonus shows that are 38 episodes a month that's all on patreon.com slash kind of funny uh, of course though you're not on patreon.com slash kind of funny so here's a word from our sponsor we we don't have that was my thing it said that we were brought to you by the spare bedroom so i wasn't sure if there was actually an ad so uh uh can you deal the ability to go a one shot to me bear or is that too is that impossible uh on this setup probably. don't worry about it all right so here we're i love us so much you guys here's this a word to be so fun sam i'm gonna ask you to clear the fucking comms right? i'll fucking clear the comms god here's- forbid i'm trying to have some fun here I'm so fucking sick of your shit. All right. You come in here with this great fucking haircut, this awesome shirt from kindoffunny.com slash store. And I just want to come over there and kiss you all over. All right. But for now, I need to say you're not on patreon.com slash kindoffunny. So here's a word from our sponsors. What's up, everybody? It's finally happening. Friday the 14th, we're moving into the spare bedroom, our 5,000-square-foot state-of-the-art studio in San Francisco. And you're, well, I think Roger would do a punch cut there. And you're invited uh, to the marathon stream to end all marathon streams. It starts at 10 a.m. Pacific. Cisco will be there. James and Elise Willems will be there. And we'll be doing some of your favorite bits live while funding a whole bunch of brand new kind of funny content. You don't want to miss it. Friday, October 14th at 10 a.m. Pacific. Now that means that this week will be different. Monday the 10th, we're recording Kind of Funny Games Daily and then the final Kind of Funny podcast from home. But all of their content, except for Greg's Greg with me, Greg, my Greg, Greg Wave Logs on Patreon uh, are canceled as we move in and prep for Friday's the Friday the 14th stream. You don't want to miss this. We're going to have a thermometer with a whole bunch of cool stuff. And if you start donating right now on patreon.com slash kind of funny or upping your subscription or whatever you want to do, that'll when we start on the stream on Friday, it'll already be filled in. And maybe we already got a few shows for you and all these cool things. But like I said, you don't want to miss it, especially that first hour, 10 a.m. Pacific, youtube.com slash kind of funny games, uh, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games, all for the spare bedroom, kind of funny's new state of the art studio. Until next time, back to the show.
Oh, that was a good point. Uh, we're back. Uh, number four on the Roper Report. Modern Warfare 2 will seemingly require a phone number like Overwatch 2. This is Chris Scullion at VGC. I don't know why I find this headline cracking me up. <laughs> it's cracking me up. <laughs> like you're going to have these operators calling you. It's Ghost. He's going to be giving you little updates. Uh, we need you out here. I don't know. <laughs> what, is what is that, Greg? <laughs> Oh man, he's like, I know we, we need you out here. Come and get the sniper rifle. <laughs> oh, oh no, this horrible boy. It's like I, I ghost. I don't even know if it's ghost. The little guy in the hat, you know, yeah. I mean, he's got some kind of access, maybe Scottish. And oh, all great. I could give you was a little bit of Schwarzenegger, but I knew it wasn't no. Schwarzenegger, so I dialed the Schwarzenegger. It wasn't. Down. It, it was like whispering. That, that, that was like a Tom Hardy's venom. Yeah. Mixed with no, water. that was that was no, not Tom when Hardy. you did that voice. That made me think that you were a really uh, bad extra on like a Spider-Man movie. <laughs> I like the lady in the back, like ah. yeah, Tom Hardy's yeah. Venom. All right, fair enough. Anyways, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare Two will seemingly require players to register a phone number to play the game, much like Activision Blizzard's recently released Overwatch Two. A recently updated uh, article on Blizzard's website detailing its use of phone requirements on Battle.net states that players will need a phone number to play Modern Warfare 2. While having a mobile phone may not seem like a large barrier to entry in modern life, the site specifies that mobile numbers with prepaid plans may not work. As such, players who have a pay-as-you-go contract for their phone uh, may not be able to sign up for Battle.net and play the game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, newly created Overwatch 2 accounts, and newly created Call of Duty Modern Warfare accounts require a phone number, the site's information reads. The SMS Pro I'm sorry, the SMS Protect two-factor authentication system proves controversial when it's when it was implemented with Overwatch 2 after players on prepaid mobile phones reported being a, being locked out of the game. Blizzard subsequently apologized and removed the phone number requirement for some players, mainly those who had been signed up for Battle.net for more than a year. Quote, any Overwatch player with a connected Battle.net account, which includes all players who have played since June 9th, 2021, will not have to provide a phone number to play, Blizzard said. However, new players still have to provide a number, with Blizzard adding, quote, we remain committed to combating disruptive behavior in Overwatch 2. Accounts that were not connected to Battle.net, as well as new accounts, will still have to meet the SMS protect requirements, end quote. Oh, Timothy? Man. I, I, thought, I thought that I couldn't like a news story less than the whole Xbox Activision acquisition and them and Sony fighting situation going back and forth, fighting, quote unquote, the legal stuff going on of just like, oh, this we're going to have to strap in because for the next couple of years, we're going to be just talking all out of our ass about a whole bunch of shit. This is one of those situations where I'm just like, I just feel so bad for everyone involved where there needs to be a solution to this problem. This clearly isn't it. And it is so unfortunate that they made these choices to just try to make the game better for people, to try to have less cheaters, to try to make it safer, all of this stuff. And then they did it the wrong way. And now they need to figure out a way back. They really do. Because this, clearly, people have explained to them, this is classes. This, here's why this is an yeah. issue. And if they're not hearing that loud and clear, they could have an even bigger problem on their hands. And that, to me, is the thing that I'm like, I don't know how much faith I have that they're going to be able to turn the ship around anytime soon they're trying and it's little bits here and there but like for this to be happening to call of duty so soon after the overwatch meltdown is like not a good sign yeah i missed the overwatch meltdown i must have missed that games daily so to hear it and that they they're okay well if you've been around a year or whatever okay but still new ones wow you're like 
okay. And then for it to be for Modern Warfare 2, like Call of Duty, you know, one, the biggest game, the biggest game every year, like arguably. Um, come on. What are we talking about? Like, I understand that this, I, I do believe this was made with the best intentions in mind, but as it you was. just said, it's it's been called out, right? It's been brought to the attention. I was like, does Nick have something to say about the phone numbers and Call of Duty? Why is he joining this? <laughs> um, it's been shown this is not the way and that, yes, it's going to lock out people who can't afford a phone, people who, you know, do, just are unable to have a phone, like or the pay-as-you-go plans and stuff, like for, for people who are just trying to make ends meet, like, no. So how do you fix that and how do you do it? You repeal it and then you you come up with a different plan on what it is and i'm uh, i'm not smart enough to figure that out i'm sure somebody over there is working on it but you need to message that and you need to probably repeal this while you figure that out yeah it's it's rough because i was thinking through this and it's like there are easy enough ways to to handle this uh without having a phone and all that but if it's easy enough to do that, it's not a great solution because if they were to be like, oh, it's easy enough to do it, then all the hackers and cheaters and all that, they could just do whatever they wanted anyways. Like, and they're going to do it no matter what. You know what I mean? Yeah, these hackers, just, these cheaters, they're going to be out there DDoSing and doing their little break dancing. They're going to be, be doing solved, it all though, man. Stop breakdancing, huh? everybody. If you're a hacker, just, you know, DDoS the bad guys. And arguably, mm-hmm. you could say Activision Blizzard. Is. I understand what you're saying. But I mean, like, you know, like, there's real bad guys out there using the internet for bad stuff. Go for them, you know? Mm-hmm. Why has Chris Hansen got to do all the work? Where are you at, How hackers? Come? Number five on the Roper Report. Uh, and final story for your final episode of Work From Home. Right? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Persona 3 and 4 ports have gotten a release date. This is Adam Bankhurst over at IGN.com. Persona 4 Golden and Persona 3 Portable will officially be released on Xbox Series X slash S, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, PC, and Nintendo Switch on January 19th, 2023. Atlas announced the news on Twitter saying, quote, Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden release for modern platforms on January 19, 2023. The image features logos for the Xbox Game Pass, Xbox Series X slash S, Xbox One, and the Windows Store on PC, but it was previously revealed that these games will also arrive in the Nintendo Switch and Perso- uh, PlayStation 4. Persona 3 Portable will be released on Steam and will join Persona 4 Golden and Persona 5. Congratulations everybody who's been waiting for these games and these release dates barrett when you put this news into kfgd slack over the weekend you said i got a lot to say what do you got to say not a whole lot to not a lot to say <laughs> but something significant to say about this well you're making it seem like i have like a like a manifesto here about like just this uh this reveal but it, it, it's something that we've been talking about uh like leading up to the the concert right where they announced new video games and in, in the past and stuff like that, and uh, the the head kind of coming out and being like, hey, we're not announcing anything new, um, and a lot of people being like, well, why would you expect that? It's just a concert. They've done it in the past, and, like, you know, this whole 25th anniversary of Persona has been kind of weird at the beginning of it, right? Like, they did all of these, uh, like, uh, like images and artworks and stuff like that, and you have all the protagonists from the entire series, and then there's this secret image, and then there's secret games secret. that they're, like, uh, showing off and stuff like that, and this uh, secret protagonist image just ended up being, like, one of Igor and stuff like that, and there were, there were key things in the early uh, parts of the 25th anniversary that felt like they were building up to the reveal of, like, whatever it was, even if it was just, like, a color scheme and some chairs like they did with Persona 5, but something along the lines of, like, hey, Persona 6 is happening, right? Uh, we also have this artwork, right, where, you know, each of the games kind of has, like, a, a specific color associated with them. Something uh, noticeable here is that there's uh, a green bucket in the bottom left corner. Green is not really a, a color mainly associated with a, a one of the main Persona games, right? 
And so it, it did really feel like something was supposed to be built up here, but then somewhere along the lines of this year-long 25th anniversary thing, like, they decided, hey, like, let's maybe hold back on it. Let's not do what we did with Persona 5 where we announced it in, like, 2013, coming out next year, and then really it doesn't come out for another three and a half years and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, the Persona fandom was kind of, like, uh, uh, kind of going at each other just about, like, being upset about this. But, yeah, like, I'm, I'm not upset about it, of, like, not getting a, a new game announcement if they feel like they need to take some time to... Uh, kind of like wait to announce something like that i say go for it my one thing though is like the last announcement just being kind of the the dates for this i know hindsight 2020 uh you know we we could have done something different and they might have already been locked into to certain agreements with like xbox and stuff like that where they announced that stuff originally uh Mm. on their stage but i think uh maybe if they had uh, the ability to kind of change like what they wanted to do. I think maybe in hindsight, we just would do the Persona 5 Royal announcement at the Xbox thing and then just save the, just even the idea of bringing three portable and four gold into modern consoles for this event. It ending with just like the date. It's like, it's cool. I'm excited for new players to be able to experience these games, but it it did feel like a lot of build up to, oh, all right. We, we knew it was coming early next year anyway. So I don't know. Just some thoughts. I appreciate those thoughts. That, uh, I like. Your, I appreciate your. your I appreciate your manifesto. Thought. That's cool. Yeah, I hope the main color is green because it's my favorite color, and I'll, I love. I love a little green. I heard if you take that and you put a Snapchat filter on it, you'll reveal that the Xbox streaming device is behind the green bucket. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. It is really small. It could fit behind that bucket. Super tiny. Super tiny little deck of cards. Remember when I... we welcomed the last new studio with paint can? I do remember that. That was the first podcast we did. I mean, it's not too late. It's not too late to get a paint can going. No paint can. (laughs) Listen, we did it last time. I I realized realized there's a global pandemic. COVID's still out Mm. there. Maybe we shouldn't all be drinking from the same paint can. But if the Everclear will kill it. The Everclear would kill the the COVID. Did anyone? Heard that before. You know what? I hear a lot of podcasts get popular just coming up with COVID remedies. And I'm just saying, did anybody try Everclear? Grain alcohol. I thought, you were, I thought you were about to say, did anybody try the opposite? Did anybody say, fuck it? We're just going all in because paint can is the answer. <laughs> I mean, we could make the paint can and pour it into glasses. You know yeah, I mean? you're right. We could be responsible with paint can. Greg, this is the put it on Barrett, about kids Barrett, growing slack up in me, this Put era. paint can on the thermometer and then tweet me the Slack image and we will put it on there. I can't tweet you the Slack image, but I'll, I'll follow up the thread that I started on Twitter. Thank you very sure. much. I appreciate that. I can't <sighs> wait to see Barrett's tweets and Slacks when I get done with this show, but that's so far away. Tim, if I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the Mom and Grop shops today, where would I go? The official list of upcoming software across each and every platform is listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show host each and every weekday. Today, Chasm the Rift on Rift on PC, and then Froggy World, but Frog with one G, so maybe Froggy World. I don't know, but that's what it's on PC. If you're looking for Froggy World or Frog Froggy World, it's on PC. Uh, new dates for you dungeon munchies physical edition is coming to playstation 5 4 <laughs> nintendo switch on october 28th can i please get a dungeon munchies trailer Bear- oh thank you Barrett showing he yeah. did the, he, uh, he's doing this this is a great way to keep me informed on things i need to do for the stream on friday good two-thirds kickflip paint can on mm-hmm. number two got it there you go mm-hmm. good 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 uh while uh we had a dungeon munchies thermometer 
deals of the day from Wario 64. The Walking Dead season one and two complete pack on Steam is for one dollar on Fanatica. Wow. Come on. If you never played The Walking Dead season one, ladies and gentlemen, for a dollar, get on it. Here we go. Here comes Wait, Walking Dungeon Dead. Rushes. The final season. Don't do this. Back, like the final season, like part three or whatever the hell. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's actually it's the end of The Walking Dead. Sure. I think it's happening right now. That's fine. Are you interested in coming back at but, all? Even but for how like, does what's his face get to Paris? Don't get me angry. I don't need to repeat the anger of last week where no one had a good answer on how fucking Daryl gets to Paris. The Maybe best we'll people find now out. Are the, they still have v- boats. Maybe we'll find out in these last uh, few episodes, Greg. Jen did look me in the eye the other day and said, do you want to try to watch walking dead do you want to try to catch up and like and i was like i don't think we have the amount of free time with uh benny and video games in the studio to catch up but i'm down to watch just the final season and be like i don't know who this person is but i will learn to love them as i go so we might do that move we might do that move i'm excited about that i'm excited about it too That was a good one. You know what? I'll toss it in here. I'll toss it in here. We had uh, we got some reader mail here. Cozy Bear gets the final reader mail question of work from home kind of funny games daily and says, because this is the last kind of funny games daily before everything changes, I got to ask, what's the one new story slash ongoing issue that you hope never gets brought up again on KFGD after you've moved into the spare bedroom? Huh. Well, I mean, I joked about this earlier, but like the PlayStation and Xbox legal back and forth, like I don't like that. NFTs, anything about oh, those God, in general, period. Only if Tam's This on whole that. phone Just thing I don't bit. want. Mm-mm. This whole no. phone thing. That's, that's the, I hate one. the phone thing, dude. It sucks. I would say, yeah, yeah I don't know. I mean, I mean, like, you know, what are we talking about? A perfect world? Obviously, Crunch. I want everybody who makes video games to be uh, yeah, as course. happy making yeah. them as I am enjoying playing them. Um, yeah, NFTs, I uh, don't want to hear more about. Yeah. Um, uh, it'd be well, nice if Barry and Tim would stop bringing up my dead dog. You know what I mean? Really rubbing it in my face that they got dogs mm-hmm. that breathe and eat and stuff, you know? I mean, it's not it's like... Because I think like... about just the bag of dust I have that's my dog, you know? It's fucked up. God Wow. Damn. I can't believe you would bring that up, Greg, because that makes me think about the bag of dust that I have that is our old cat, okay? I can't believe you would do that to me. I can't. I, mean, I, I thought, can't believe I you bring was up about your old cat because that makes me think of my old grandmother, who's also dead and buried somewhere. And I, well, I can't dusty. believe you talk about a grandparent when my grandpa just died a couple months ago. Greg, wow, it's fucked up that you'd bring up your grandpa when I'm thinking about Jesus of Nazareth. <laughs> God damn. Um, uh, the other one is the what is it? The abandoned studio. That one. Oh my God! No, Barrett, you're right. I'm That's putting my one. foot down. I already did that a long time ago. But abandoned? No. You're fucking over. I will never speak that word again in my life. Mark my words. My words mean nothing. I was going to say, you're definitely going to say it one day. Uh, For now, let's talk about somebody else's words with your final work from home squad up. This one comes from probably Oliver, who needs help in Overwatch 2. If you need to find him, you can find him at OliverProb, hashtag 2750 on the old battle net, right? Uh, What's good, Greg and Tim? Can't believe you've made it to the end of work from home and can't wait to see how absolutely bonkers the studio is on Friday. I've jumped into Overwatch for the first time and it's a whole lot of fun. It'd be dope to play with a bunch of kind of funny best friends, especially any who are also new to the game. I plan on playing uh, most evenings UK time, so feel free to hit me up if that sounds like fun. Thanks for keeping me Thanks for keeping me keeping on all these years. Love to you all, probably Oliver. If you want to play Overwatch 2 with probably Oliver, Oliver Prob, hashtag 2750. Thank you. Probably Oliver for keeping us. Hell yeah, keeping on. You're the best. Remember, Oliver. ladies and gentlemen, you can write in. Probably 
to this show for free now, kindoffunny.com slash KFGD whenever you want to. If you're watching live, you can also write in on kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong and tell us what we screwed up as we screwed it up. I look over here and everybody's making a lot of fucking jokes about uh, Harris and Daryl and I don't want to hear about it. And all right, and that's all we got. That's all there was. So there you go. Mm -hmm. Perfect show for us to get out of. Perfect. Uh, 10 out of 10. Flawless. If you're watching live, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? You should go to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can catch us doing the kind of funny podcast, the final kind of funny podcast that's work from home before we all run to the office and start working from there and making sure that's ready for Friday's stream. What of course that means is I've said multiple times, there are no other kind of funny games dailies this week. That's right. We are taking the rest of the week off to get ready for the stream from the spare bedroom, our new state of the art 5,000 square foot industry defining studio that of course will be kicking off Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific on youtube.com slash kind of funny games, twitch.tv slash kind of funny games uh no matter what my one recommendation would be to watch that live watch that live at 10 o'clock so you can celebrate with all of us give us an hour if you can uh and then you will see what we've been up to what we're working on where we're going tim what do you got uh if you are watching live if you are a content creator if you are somebody that streams or any of that you should stream your live reactions to this. I would love to, to, to check them out and see what's popping off and going on with what everyone thinks about it and like seeing their real reactions to the reveal, those first, specifically like the first 10 minutes and then the first hour overall, but That's like the idea. first 10 minutes, really, I would love to get your reactions. So uh, go for it, go for it. There's probably going to be some licensed music here and there. So just letting you all know ahead of time, just make sure you clip out the VOD like, or like don't have a VOD. And yeah, that's what they say. I want to see those clips. Yeah. When it, obviously, so send me links for that. Not right away. Cause I won't be looking at Twitter probably right away, but you know, later on, keep mm-hmm. them and then send them to me maybe Sunday when I, when, when I'm like, you know what? I drink my coffee and I talk to Jen. I'm like, I, I'm a human being again. The studios yeah. launched and now there's not one problem with it. Yep. Or just record your reactions. You don't even need to be streaming. Just record your reactions. Okay. Okay. To the review. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we have a podcast to do over on patreon.com slash kind of funny to celebrate the end of work from home. But of course, this has been kind of funny games daily each and every weekday on a variety of platforms. We run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, support us on patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can get all the episodes ad free. Uh, you can watch the other podcasts get recorded live like the kind of funny podcast we're doing now. You can get 38 bonus episodes a month of content. You could get Greg way throughout this drought of content for the next four days as we get ready for the studio launch on friday at 10 a.m uh, of course thank you for everything you've given us thank you for supporting us uh through this entire work from home pandemic uh you know i was incredibly worried when it began that we would see a dip in viewership a dip in support because of course there's a global pandemic and people are losing their jobs and your routine has changed and kind of funny games daily is such a part of a routine for so many of you of driving to work riding the bus to work being at work doing something uh i was uh worried that kind of funny uh on our end uh, would get tight and things would get rough and you all proved me 100 percent wrong and came out and supported us like no other and actually a lot of you came back to the content because now you had less to do and you had more things going on and so many of you stuck around and i see so many comments from people saying hey i actually found kind of funny during the pandemic i have no idea what i'm getting into for this studio on friday yeah i will tell you straight up if you've been here for seven and a half years if you have been here for seven days you have no idea what you're getting into on friday except that we're going to come in and be a bunch of goofs and blow your socks off and have a great time ladies and gentlemen until next time it's been our pleasure to serve you